Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Crow Medicine. It is me, your host, Katie Indy Crow. And today we are going to go through the planets and the energy of July. The theme for this month is the Great Dissolve. So if you have been noticing things feeling like they are moving really quickly, energy shifting in the background, maybe not necessarily something you're able to grab onto or hold onto with your hands, kind of like a river rushing in the background all the time, or perhaps you're noticing yourself having deep, powerful, emotional experiences where you are coming to peace or terms or even just positive remembrance of things that have come before now, in particular in the last 10 years or so in your life. This is the grounding of the toning of the planets that we experienced since solstice. This is the grounding of a higher harmonic energy stream and of a new kind of way of being for those of us who are ready to go ahead and continue grounding and experiencing it. This is a month where I have a whole lot of optimism, but I also want to be very real. Mars coming through the signs and the experience that we're having with Aries as we are learning to bring deep emotional healing thanks to cancer into that realm is a little bit difficult for some people to handle. And unfortunately, that includes people who like to create crime in our communities, perhaps people who we are in relationships with or who are our parents who are maybe not being that reasonable. This has a lot to do with also one of the great things we're dissolving is a negative patriarchal energy strand that has been plaguing and playing a huge role on how people relate to one another ever since at least that I can recall the age of Aries. And so it's very timely that we are dealing with some of the things that we're dealing with as we move into the beginning of this month. And so if you are ready, let's go ahead. The rest of the report is going to look like this. I'm going to start off with a little bit of a conversation about the dissolve. From there, I'm going to speak about the moon as being a key highlight factor and helping us bring intuition, love, peace, grounding, you know, that inner self-connection and safe expression that is not volatile or violent, but is all about figuring out who we are and also respecting and understanding and giving that space in others. After I talk a little bit about the dissolve, we will talk about the planets as they're going to be highlighted. And I think that's going to be about it for this month. So come on in, my friends. Let's talk about the grounding of some really great work. Let's talk about what has been extremely emotional, high vibrational, but also challenging experience for many, the beginning of the dissolve. The great dissolve. What does that mean? One of the things that has been a key underlying factor, key focal point of the Crow Medicine Astrology journey is this idea that we, as a, as a civilization of humans, are in an energetic transition where we are moving from one epoch to the next. Some people would also say we are moving from one vibration to the next. In my language, we are moving one from one harmonic to the next. And so what all that means in very plain terms is we are learning how to rethink and we are all participants in rethinking, restructuring, recreating the very energetic fabric of what it is to be a person in day-to-day -day life. A lot of people in a spiritual background will say, hey, I know that there's a reason that I'm alive right now. I know that this world is in a big change and 
And I came here to be part of that. And one of the things that each of us does as part of our part of that is we relate to one another and we live the strands of energy that are, you know, the fabric of creation. And they wrote back to the very heart of all of our existence. And so part of the lesson of the planets and the journey that I tell it as is that you know, the planets represent the archetypes of energy. Each planet has its own sentience and its own story. And I'll tell more about that in the coming years. Within all of that, what's important that, to remember now and to take forward now in terms of the dissolve is that the planets, just like we, were kind of in stagnant energy flow and in stagnant energy relation to one another and to life on Earth. And if you are part of a larger astrology circle, you know that there's a lot of harder harmonics that come along with each of the planets and you can get a different butt kicking from every single one. And, you know, there are certain planets, for example, like Mercury or Mars that people fear because they have been known to come with kind of difficult connotations as part of our day-to-day -day experience with them as they come up in our lives. And part of that is natural and part of that isn't natural. Part of that has to do with unhealed wounds that were placed upon the planetary energy streams and the human collective. And part of what we have been doing as people for the last number of years is healing that with intention. And so part of what is happening right now in terms of the great dissolve is that there are, in fact, huge parts of the old energy structure that was driving our society and, and, and different things that were creating inequality that are being shown very clearly for what they are and it's happening on a planetary level and it's also happening it, like I guess it's happening interplanetarily <laughs> but it's also happening here on earth and so the long story short of it because this is an astrology report and not a cosmic storytelling session is that we are living the change of a more free experience in this in our planetary stream of energy and part of that means that we are letting go of and in an experience of deep healing <laughs> right now. And that has been spurred on really by the parade of planets that came right after solstice. And so let's start talking dates. Let's start giving specific examples and, and really elaborating on this so you can see what I'm saying. So on solstice, obviously, June 21st, we had a moon and Jupiter conjunction and Mars was at perihelion. So the sun also entered cancer that day. Cancer is deep emotional healing in the home in particular. In a lot of ways, it kind of behaves like Venus. So we'll take cancer for now as the kind of grounding center point of how we're rooting all of this in our personal emotional lives and in our homes. The next day, we had a lunar occultation of Mars. And then two days after that, on the 24th, we had a close approach of the moon and Uranus and a lunar occultation of Uranus. Now, if you were paying attention to like just any news publication anywhere, everybody was talking about how the visible planets were all lined up. Well, the invisible planets were there too. Um, and they were also having conjunctions. And so this string of conjunctions that was also con continued on the 26th, close approaching conjunction of moon and Venus, and then on the 27th, it was the moon of Mercury. And then on the 28th, we had the new moon um, in Cancer. The same day Neptune went retrograde. What that did was it created um, a, a cosmic trigger of healing. And part of the reason why that cosmic trigger of healing happened was the way that the sun is behaving and just some different things that we had been doing on Earth as in part of our taking care of the universe and taking care of the planet stuff. So thank you to the people who honestly and truly do this work and don't just pretend it. I appreciate you because I know that we're out there. 
And so how does this all relate to what's going on in everyday life? And how does this relate to you as a person? Well, a lot of people probably started already to feel the experience of that deep dissolve that came about at the same time that these planets were having their transitions. Interestingly enough, we had some stuff happen that was related to the patriarchy and the monarchy. And that was that, you know, um, Prince Charles came out and told the people of the Commonwealth, hey, like, if you don't want to be part of this, then we can dissolve that. That was a significant energetic dissolve point. That is energy that is now shifting that needed to be shifting. Other stuff that happened. I don't know. I'm a person that um, works very closely on the imprint of negativity of what happens to the abuse of women and children. I'm not going to do trigger stuff. So just you don't have to turn this off. But we'll just say that a couple of really bad criminals, Ghislaine Maxwell and R. Kelly, just got you know sentenced. They actually got in trouble for what they're doing. And the courts are now finally backing things up where, hey, if you hurt people, there is a consequence, at least some people and at least some consequence. I know that people who are living in America are probably like just be eh, mentioning the courts. And I'm not going to make this conversation about America, but come back for a Pluto return conversation on America because we're going through a lot of stuff right now here. And it is all kind of um, laid out in the planets and it's all part of this great dissolve that is happening. And so why was it significant when the moon touched all of these planets, really, it had to do with the lineup of the year that we've been having. You know, the planet, the universe, our, and in particular, our cosmic solar system, like our little relationship, our little neighborhood has changed, and the people in it are changing. And so this month, July, we are working through healing some of the hardest stuff and dissolving some of the hardest stuff that would have been happening and remaining in our archetypes. And it just so happens that the Mars Aries journey is the one that we're on. So if you haven't listened to my seasonal astrology report where I focused on Mars and Jupiter and Aries, I'm going to affix it to this report as just like a little note in the in the description. So you can click it and listen if you're into that. I'm going to talk more. I'm not going to talk like extensively about things I've already said. So if you want to hear more, I will refer you back to that. Kind of right now, we're in this pocket, this very interesting pocket where, you know, I already mentioned that we had the moon and Jupiter conjunction, Mars appear helion, and then we had the lunar occultation of Mars on the, this was the 21st, then the 22nd, and then on the 24th of June, it was a close approach of moon and Uranus and the new lunar occultation of Uranus. So as I said in that astrology report, the lunar occultations of Uranus have been happening all year long in Aries, and they happen as Aries moves, as, as we go through every single sign. And so this is something that I've been mentioning every single month, and that I'm going to continue mentioning every single month. And one of the more poignant ways we're going to experience it right now is I think July is probably going to be the most powerful month that we really feel that healing of the Aries archetype. And we're going to be experiencing, um, I feel an increase in that energy up until we have our second lunar occultation and close approach of Mars, which comes July 21st, 2022. And then the next day we have the close approach and lunar occultation of Uranus. And so this is part of bringing forward the wounds of Mars. But it's also about bringing forward the higher harmonic experience of it. Like I mentioned, the Cancer, the Cancer New Moon, and then we also had Neptune go retrograde on the 28th, really created this space for deep emotional healing and really strong, powerful experiences where things just kind of started to feel like they were sloughing away. You know what I mean? It's just like you had the loofah and everything is just kind of coming off of your energy fields. And that's by design. That's part of what the healing cycle of the planet is supposed to be doing. And the more you connect to it, the more you benefit from it. However, 
it hurts a little bit. And I'll be the first one to tell you, you know, the last few days I've been experiencing that own deep emotional healing. And it's been really profound because it has come with a lot of very powerful and positive memories of what my life has been like at other times here on earth and just how much fun it can be to be here and how, you know, it's made me remember how grateful I am to be alive. You know, the thing about carrying around and going through as much trauma as we have as a society is that it does get heavy. Even if you are doing self-care, even if you are taking care of yourself, even if you are feeling good and finding love and everything is okay, pretty much, it still was really hard the last couple of years. And yeah, I got to go on a little bit of a journey that I'll tell some stories about in um, some other podcasts that I was working on these energies in. And, you know, it felt really good to be back on the road. And, you know, I've been doing my thing, holding space for this dissolve that's happening right now. And I just start getting tears every couple of hours, just really happy, deep feelings of this is going really well and things are as they should be. And that's very different than what it feels like to look at the world around me. And so I mentioned that to everyone who might be feeling that way, because this is one of those times where if you feel that inward peace, it's okay. Allow yourself to heal. But also if you feel like you're just carrying around a storm cloud and you can't figure out where the storm cloud's coming from, ask yourself, is this energy that's just sloughing off through the natural process of the earth healing? And, and do I, in that case, just have to work more with the moon and with the natural elements that are around me so that I can just enjoy the benefit of this. You know, rapid energetic change is happening as a result of this dissolve. I will talk more about this in other podcasts. This is an exciting time, but we do have to help ourselves go through it. So let's talk about some more dates that are more July-based. So on the 3rd, we have the Pluto return for USA and things are happening in this country that are kind of bringing up some inequality that has been occurring ever since the basis of the country being created. I, I live and work in the East Coast of the United States, and this land was a matriarchal Indigenous society for the most part. And so I don't know if people know this or not, but like where Washington is and the cities that they call like the kind of like Philadelphia and all this other stuff were cities that had really strong feminine energy. And when I travel the land and work the land and, and the rivers and stuff, that's really what I feel the most of. And so that energy in a lot of ways, I feel has been kind of put down and suppressed and repressed. And it's very interesting to me that for people who are people in America right now, we're just dealing with things like tampon shortages and, you know, the question of reproductive access services and whose choice and when and how long, but also things like milk and formula. You know, I know that for a lot of people, this feels really highly oppressive and this is the showing up of the patriarchy and this is part of what it is to let it go and for it to be dissolved. And I'm not saying that it's, you know, an easy experience to be had, but it is something that is happening and, and it's real. And so other stuff that's going on this month. So on the fourth earth is at Aphelion. So that's the earth's farthest point away from the sun. And so we have some listeners who are Northern hemisphere people, and then we have Southern hemisphere people. And so for the Southern Hemisphere people, Solstice was just like walking into the darkest night. And so they're now kind of at that place where they're looking at the underbelly or supposedly looking at the harder parts of, you know, that's how Solstices are supposed to work. But and, you know, the way that it is, is that there's always something in the shadow and always something in the light. And we're working on integrating and bringing it all together because you can't have one without the other. 
And when we understand and figure out what are the roots of the pain, what are the roots of the chaos, what are the roots of the things that aren't so desirable, you know, we really can change them. And there really isn't anything that we aren't able to fix. And that's just my true belief in, in the goodness of humans and what we are capable of and the resiliency of Earth. The next day, the fifth, Mars goes into Taurus and Mercury also then at the same day is moving into Cancer. And so Mars and Mercury are on the move together. And you can just imagine that as we're working on healing and integrating the archetypes, this is a time to, I mean, harder harmonic Mars and Mercury together can be dealing with what feels like some really unfair circumstances. And on a higher harmonic, it means being understood and finding ways to communicate difficult things, possibly to be heard. Things are a little bit quiet until about the 10th. Mercury is at perihelion. I just like to honor Mercury, honestly, because of the journey. Clear communication is always a thing. So up on the 13th, we have the full moon, and that's happening in Capricorn. Things are going to totally slitch a little bit, but not much. 15th is the close approach and conjunction of moon and Saturn. So back in the parade of planets that happened, remember I listed off all of those dates that were in June. This is the conclusion of that because Saturn didn't get its turn back then. And so now Saturn is getting its go. And so we would have been also exploring the Saturn, the Saturn relationship to Mars as we're moving through all of this. Now, Saturn doesn't always feel that nice, but at the same time, when we connect to Saturn with honesty and integrity, and we support our high harmonic journey and, and relationship to Saturn, it, it gets better. Saturn and Mars are some planets that had a lot of heavy stuff layered on them. And we are healing that. And I will talk about it more in future podcasts. As we're moving forward on the 16th, Mercury has superior solar conjunction. 17th, Venus enters Cancer. 18th, close approach and conjunction of the moon and Jupiter. The 19th, Mercury is moving into Leo. This is an exalted expression. On the 20th, Pluto is at opposition. And then on the 21st, like I mentioned earlier, lunar occult and close approach of Mars, Jupiter, Sun square, Saturn that same day. And then on the 22nd, we have close approach and lunar occult of Uranus. Sun enters Leo that day. So the 21st and 22nd, I really feel is going to be an apex moment for this healing of the Marsian archetype. And it's going to have you know, I, I'm not somebody that's going to rose wash this. Um, Mars, Mars expression and Mars expansion on its harder harmonic almost seems like something crazy is pushing the buttons from somewhere else to make people go nuts. You know what I mean? Ultimately, every single person is the responsibility of our own self, like which choices we're going to make or not. I know that I have a lot of male listeners here and, you know, maybe you feel the flare up in particular in male and male representing male identifying bodies of the desire to lash out. This is one of those things where you're strong enough not to do it. And in fact, if you're finding yourself feeling like pushed, 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 pushed. And, you know, one of the things I'm going to encourage you to think about is that what you're doing is experiencing an increase in energy. And the more that you do something positive with that energy, the less it's going to turn into lash out kind of stuff. Mars is about power. And, you know, that feminine integration of Mars is kind of messy too. And, so what I say doesn't just apply to men, but male and male bodied and male identifying people do oftentimes feel the push more around Mars. And, you know, part of it is because we're rethinking the patriarchy and, and that's a good thing. And, you know, I just want to let you know, if you're a man or a male identifying person, I don't hold you responsible for every single thing that's been done. In fact, I feel like what we're doing right now is we're healing the relationships of things that were supposedly very difficult. We're learning how to cooperate with one another.
And, you know, really building on that, the moon and Venus have a conjunction on the 26th that I think is going to just help solidify that. So running off the month, we have a new moon and new moon in Leo and Jupiter is going retrograde. So Jupiter has been in Aries this whole time. Jupiter is going to leave Aries at this point. So like I said, um, the Jupiter, Aries and Mars seasonal astrology report really covers over a little bit more of the significance about integrating the archetypes. And then we wrap up the moon, the month with the conjunction of the moon and Mercury. How lovely is that? The higher and the harder harmonic experiences of July are closely interrelated as it always is, right? It's always the choices in the moment. And this is where things that you have been practicing as a person who has been developing your metaphysical skills over the years is really going to begin to benefit greatly. Whenever energy is rapidly shifting, it can be very uncomfortable. So getting to know yourself, getting to know what your baseline is, and getting to have a set of tools and self-connection questions where you ask yourself, you know, is this my energy or someone else's? You know, so I understand that you're freaking the F out right now. What's going on? You know, being able to sit with yourself to hear yourself speak is a very important part of the healing process. And it's a very important part of finding the meaning in all of this, because ultimately, you know, none of us really want to be lashing out. None of us ever really want to have a hard life, I don't think. You know, some people are gluttons for punishment. I have been known to be that in, in, in certain times. But ultimately, don't we just want to be happy and have fun? Don't we just want to experience things that are beautiful? Don't we want to just, like, be nice to one another and go on the hike or, you know, do the drive or whatever it is and leave each other alone? I really believe that we're moving more and more and more in the direction of acceptance of self and others. Because I'm in the root of being able to accept ourselves for who we are, grows this thing called tolerance and this thing called compassion and this thing called being able to recognize that there can be more than one way to live a life and my way and your way don't have to be the exact same and they don't necessarily have to be contradictory of one another while that's happening and I think that the nuance of how to live in a more pronounced and accepting society that is based on love is just around the corner for us I think that there are certain things that are happening that unite people in things like love. And I think that right now we've had a huge experience in the binary divide. And when I say that, I'm not saying male and female as the binary divide. That is one set of binary divide, but I'm talking about the binary divide that tries to tell you it's either or, it's you or me. I'm right, you're wrong. You know what I mean? That's the one that I'm trying to talk about. The one that got really involved this year and then a lot of people got experience living through i think that right now a lot of what was powering that and driving that is losing its steam and part of what that means is that people are just learning how to temper their fear and maybe realize that the fear that was behind the divide and the fear that was behind the hateful behavior or the fear that was behind the fear-based behavior or you know just some of the weird things that we've experienced has been a really hard road and now it's time to move past it all and start healing. You know, I know some people see the energy and they're like, oh my God, here we go again. I really don't think that's what's happening. I really don't think that's what's happening. And it's up to us to just kind of like keep going and to hold the light. We've held the light through a lot and it's worked. And now isn't the time to stop doing that 
Now is the time to do that more than ever. And it all starts with holding your light for yourself. And to know, like, you know, right now, as the rapid healing is happening, along with the dissolve and the natural shift in energy that we have experienced thanks to solstice, there's a lot of pain that is shifting out. And that's making way for, like, true joy and true happiness and positive memory. You know, Mercury and Uranus work really well together to bring to bring forward memory. And they really, whenever you have a positive memory, I know not everybody has a lot of them. <laughs> I've had PTSD experiences where I couldn't have positive memories for a long time. So I know, I know what that means. And when you get to the point where you're able to reconnect to your happiness, no matter what, but not even just that, you're living a different kind of happiness because you've realized how unshakable you are in it. It's just a whole different kind of boss that you become. And I think that a lot of people, as they ground themselves into the energy of July and they see the truth about who they are and they find their strength again or realize how the strong they've been all along, you know, I, I just really think that it's a powerful place for people to begin again. And that's what a lot of us are doing. You know, maybe we've begun again, 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 again. It's a beginning again kind of time. And the harder harmonic of it really is just not accepting things that are what they are, not accepting yourself for, you know, people who are, you know, I, I don't really get it. I don't get it. You know, a lot of the stuff I talk about are things I've experienced. Uh, I don't know what it's like to be hateful. I don't know what it's like to want to hurt other people or to want to like take someone's life. I mean, but I live in a place where that happens a lot. You know, <laughs> I live in a place where you hear gunshots and you see people running in the streets and that's our life here. And I know other people live around that too. And so, you know, one of the other things that I have to say is that each of us who carries violence within us, you know, we have the responsibility to heal it. And we have the responsibility not to inflict that upon other people. And that can be ideologically speaking, but it can also be physically and emotionally and spiritually. And I think that there might be some people who are healing a lot from having a lot of stuff just lapped on them in the last couple of years. And if you're one of those people, you know, hats off to you and just allow yourself to heal, you know? And, you know, I guess I don't really have much else to say. This is kind of a weird astrology report, to be very honest with you. And I guess the reason why is that it's things are dissolving and I'm holding space in the dissolve. And right now it's very important to just honor deep emotional healing and really just start thinking about reconstructing your relationship to the planets and raising your vibration and finding space to be you and to experience the positive aspects of healing. The rest of this month and what I'm going to be sharing on this podcast is really about, you know, psychic self-acceptance and, you know, energy body positivity and being proud of who we are and, and you know, learning how to find ways to experience fun and joy in that because that's what I'm very passionate about. I'm personally just doing my own deep emotional healing because I'll be honest, I personally have been through a lot in the last few years and it feels really good to just let it all go. And I look forward to coming back next month and my astrology report sounding a little bit different, but even better. I look better. I look forward to talking to you later on this month. And so if you're new to this podcast, maybe you'd like to think about subscribing. Maybe you'd like to visit me at my blog, www.crow-medicine.com. Either way, thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you have a really nice month. Enjoy the great dissolve, friends. It is what we let it be.